turn to M3 and Karen B for this week's episode of Comply on the Fly. You'll get quick and timely answers to the most common compliance questions so you and your business can keep moving ahead. Please note this podcast and the contents herein do not constitute legal advice. Please seek the advice of counsel for any benefit compliance related implementation guidance or strategy. Hello everyone, I'm Karen B. And the Comply on the Fly question of the week is, What are the basic notice requirements under federal FMLA? FMLA administration can get rather complicated from time to time, but the notice requirements under federal law are pretty straightforward. And so we review them today to make sure you have a solid foundation and understanding. First, we have some pretty basic requirements. You will need to have the federal poster up at all work sites. The Department of Labor states it must be in a conspicuous place where employees and applicants can see it, and it must be displayed even if there are no eligible employees. In December 2020, the Department of Labor issued a field assistance bulletin regarding remote and hybrid employees. Essentially, it stated that the poster can be provided electronically by emailing or posting on an intranet or internet website as long as the employer tells employees where and how to access the poster. If you have other states in which you operate in, you will need to post any state-specific leave information as required by that state as well. Also, you will need an FMLA policy, and it should be included in your employee handbook or other form of employee communication. Second, we have the required federal FMLA notices. Please note that most of the time, these federal notices can be used to satisfy both federal and state requirements. But again, it is important to check state-specific notices and requirements. So, what are these notices and when do they need to be provided? The notice of eligibility is the notice that kicks things off. As an employer, you are required to tell an employee if they are eligible for FMLA or not by providing this notice within five business days of knowing that a situation might be FMLA qualifying. And sometimes that may be the issue, the knowing. But at any rate, this is the first required notice. If you are using federal forms, This notice is included with the second required notice, the Rights and Responsibilities Notice. This is the notice that gives information on FMLA, what the requirements are for intermittent and paid leave, premium payments, all of those important issues, and also outlines the employee's obligations, including the need for a medical certification. So once you know there may be a need for leave, the eligibility and rights and responsibilities notice, plus any medical certification requirements or request goes out to the employee. Then the only other required notice is the designation notice, which essentially wraps everything up by confirming the leave with the employee. I know this is assuming a perfect world where you get all documentation back in a timely manner, it's legible, and you're able to discern whether a serious health condition is involved, if that is what the leave is for. But the notice requirements for this type of leave are pretty straightforward. 
Of course, if a different type of leave is involved, such as military leave, the notice requirements will be different. And you must always keep state-specific requirements and notices in mind. And that is your comply on the fly question of the week. Thanks for tuning in. What's on your mind? If you have a pressing compliance question, send it to askkarenb at m3ins.com. We'll do our best to cover it in an upcoming episode. You can now follow and subscribe to Comply on the Fly on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts. Make sure to tune in next week and encourage others to join us.